thanks everyone for joining this week's Mortgage Matters with Chris here. Happy August. We are officially in back to school season, if you can believe that. Um, summer is, I think, officially over, which is uh, not sad for us in Florida, but it is sad for people <laughs> in probably the Northeast and the Midwest and everything. Yeah. Uh, summer being behind us. But uh, back to school season, people are officially thinking about it now uh, that the summer fun is in the rearview mirror. And Chris, we know that by this time of year that uh, there's a lot of moves that are being made with the purpose of like school districts in mind for their children and everything like that. So by now, August 3rd, um, there's likely a whole handful of people who've already made a move into a school district. Some might be in the process of it. Um, Some now that school is getting ready to be back, they're thinking about it. And the last group, um, which we always know happens, the school district starts, and then there's families that realize, you know what, this isn't working for us. Either the school district, the community, something's not working, and we need to consider a relocation, even if it's just to another neighborhood to get into another school district. So we've got some easy tips and tricks uh, for people to keep in mind and some things to take into consideration about how school... Um, and we're talking, you know, like the local schools impact uh, or should impact the home buying process. So, Chris, thank you for being here with us today. Yeah, you have you. 26 years in the mortgage industry and you've helped a lot of families get into yeah. the school district they want to be in and in their next home. Yeah, I think we've helped over 10,000 families. I don't even know the, the actual number. I just know what we manage as a past client list and there's so our list was like 8,700 and change. This was over six years ago. And then now we just added so much more. So I believe there's over 10,000 families that we've helped over my career. So we're excited about it and we're, we are passionate about it. And I think that this is a huge topic when it comes to, it was a major topic even for myself. So it hits close to home when I was moving from the Northeast and Massachusetts down to Florida, um, it was important for me because my kids were coming from a, you know, a really good school uh, system. And now I had to plug them into a school system where I thought, you know, they need the ability to learn at the same level that they were. And um, what, we, what we know, we already know this being in the business is that when it comes to school districts, it has a, a direct impact on home prices in that school district. Um, you know, for example, here on Lakewood Ranch, where I live, the, you know, the, the high school and the elementary schools, they, they are ranked pretty high, uh, nationally and more importantly in Florida, they're ranked in probably the top 10. I still believe they hang in there. I think it's even on the lower end, but just overall speaking, it's, it's that. And the median home price is 620. And it, you can see how that correlates, right? Like, so if you if you're looking to shop and you have kids, as just as important as you need them to have a good school, I think there's a flip side to this as well. You may be buying and you may not have kids in school. You may not want to have that high price. You know, people don't look at it on the other side. Maybe you're retiring, uh, you don't have kids at home, and you want to keep your payment as low as possible, maybe you're not moving to that place that has the top tier school district because you're looking to save some money. 
Um, the resale value may not be where it is, but the comfort level while you're there, price point wise is. So I think there's a couple, it's a two, two-edged sword yeah. that, you know, we can talk about one and I know our main focus was on one side, but I think you have to think on the other side as well, because, you know, I have all kinds of different buyers, specifically in our market where we have a lot of people that are buying their second homes um, and they're not, you know, they could be retirees and they could be people that they don't care about how good the school system is. They just want a nice home that's close to the beaches um, where they're going to pay the least amount of taxes as possible and still have, you know, a good place to live. So uh, that's kind of our topic today, Mindy. And, and, you know, I think we need to talk about a few different things as people are getting ready to go back, get back to the work, you know, summer's over and get their kids, kids off to school. So there's a lot of logistics that go with this, you know, when you're looking at getting started. So let's hit it off. Do you have anything well, to add to that? Well, Chris, you uh, mentioned briefly, but I think that is the very first thing that families have to take into consideration. They're balancing a school district versus the price tag that they're inevitably going to be paying one in property taxes, um, but two right. in the price of a home. So, I mean, what would you say for families who have a budget? Most people have budgets, right? Uh, what would right. you say for families trying to exist in that delicate balance? You know, I mean, first and foremost, first and foremost, I mean, you're going to want to look for top tier uh, school districts. But if you're in the, you know, if you're at a middle to low income place, you're going to try to measure out where those school districts that are kind of in the middle grade place, which one is the better area. And you're also going to want to be looking for commute for yourself for work. I mean, what are you doing for work? I think um, the not just, I don't want to say the climate, but the demographics now, you typically don't, a lot of people don't need to be close to where they work because they can work from home. And, and a lot of people are remote. So um, if that's the case, and that that changes a little bit more for their decision when they're looking at some of these things. Um, if you look at each, where people are, the districts are located, there's, there's all different places, especially here in uh, Manatee County, for example, that I, I don't know how many school districts are, I mean, schools are here, right here in Manatee County, but there's a lot of different ones to choose from. And you could be in one section and the ratings are way off from what's going to be over, you know, through four or five miles down the road. So you really have to take that into consideration. And I think you have to lean heavily and it's important that you pick a right agent that is really well-versed in the area that you're looking and knows exactly where places are located. So if you're, you're, I mean, I'll keep talking about where we are specifically because a lot of people are moving here from somewhere else wow. and everywhere looks nice. You know, I mean, you walk, you can, for example, back in the Northeast, when you're in the hood, you know, you're in the hood, right? If that makes sense, you got brick buildings, big high brick buildings, you know, there's something, but you could be somewhere down here in Florida. And sometimes these areas look just as nice as the street across the street. You don't know where you're, where you're moving. You just don't know. And if you don't have someone that's looking and paying attention to the analytics of what's going on in some of the, the neighborhoods that you're looking to buy in could be traffic could be, there's so many different variables, even in a lot of places, just because of a lot of suburban areas have been growing, growing out. You could be on the wrong side of the street 
and it'll take you forever to get your kids to school or get yourself to, to profit count. So it's not just yeah. undesirable areas or desirable areas. You just need someone that knows the market and the marketplace that you're looking for. Um, so, I have a, go ahead with go ahead. that. Well, so that just made me think this is a very Florida specific thing, and this is going to vary state to state, Wait. but in Florida, uh, there's very strong school choice uh, that exists here, meaning that Correct. parents can um, try and get their kids in a in a school district that's outside right. of where their home is districted. So there's huge pluses to that, right? The downside Correct. that we know living here is that a lot of the districts have very long wait lists. And so Correct. even though you have the option of school choice, you might not get in that first year, second year, or, you know, ever ever that you'd say that but ever so right. the only guarantee that anyone's going to have to get in a school school district is if they buy into that district each district in florida is required to have space for every home that exists around it and yep. i think that's important because here in, in our area southwest florida there's a lot of schools that um uh you know up in the northeast is same as the midwest you just have normal public schools but here, right. there's a lot of specialty schools. Um, you know, there's a school that does classical education. There's like uh, for younger kiddos, Montessori type schools, like different variations. Mm -hmm. And if that's something someone wants into, then they have to specifically uh, buy in that district. It's an interesting problem here. Yeah, it is. It's it, and I, but I do think the school choice does help those people that want to have their kids go to the school and they maybe have to drive their kids uh, to the school, but they have the ability to, to pick and choose. And I think the future of schools and home buying, there's going to be some major impacts. I mean, you have the rise of remote learning. You have a lot of people that are still taking in, you know, classes on their own. You, the homeschooling is different now. So um, that may have a big impact on the home buying decision related to schools that may not be as much of an issue or you you know you're looking more for the communities of other people that have these same situations um obviously like what we just said the school choice programs that changes some equations of the, which allows a little bit more flexibility in those markets but um increasing a lot of increasing attention is going towards those school ratings um and it aids it helps aid so a lot of times i know that a lot of realtors are using tools that show you as buyer or if there's buyers out there watching this, you know, what are those school ratings at based on this listing? Like, you know, right down from elementary to middle to high school or junior high, we called it middle school up North. So I'm still in middle school. I don't know if they, if it's middle school here or junior high where you are, but middle of junior is the same to me in my world. Um, so that's the kind of things that you're looking at is how is that going to affect that? Um, if you, if you, another thing is you want to look at the health of the school because that's going to determine the outcome and the long-term effect of, uh, you know, you might want to look, take a look back on where that school was, where it's going and keep your eye on it. Cause that's going to have, if you're looking at it as a play of where your equity is going to be, um, and the values go where it's going to be going, you want to look at the health of those schools. I mean, has it been on a downward trend? Is it on an upward trend? And there's a lot of markets. I mean, I don't want to name specific towns, but um, there's different places here that, you know, I've seen an uptick in the education 
in some of these other towns that, you know what, maybe you go to a place that's been getting their scores increasing every year. And by the time maybe you have a, a child that's in second or third grade, by the time they get to junior high, they're, the school is ranked high. I mean, there's a lot of these undeveloped areas and a lot of different places across the country that are being highly developed right now because they're not making more land, right? But people are having babies and uh -huh. families are growing and they're relocating all over the place. So you may want to look, maybe you get that really good deal in that upcoming market as well. So just all depending on where the age of your kids are kind of can depend on where you're plugging in as well. But I think it's a it's a definitely something that I think people don't talk enough about and the could because yeah. it's it's one of the main concerns it was I'm a perfect example of it when I came here so uh, I think people have to make sure a that they pick a good realtor they want a good realtor that really understands the market that the markets that they're looking to buy in so there might be you might have three or four different towns like local right or surrounding each other and you might want to speak with a couple different agents before you even walk into the one that you want to use to have a good understanding on what that uh that town or that you know that area looks like as far as schools amenities um there's so much more than just schools right what what do they have for um grocery stores how far are you to this there's so many different things that kind of go into where you want to look so um there's data that tells you all that like how what is transportation like if transportation is something that you're looking for? So I think what you need to do is call us or someone like us first uh -huh. and get a, get a good list of realtors in that market that you're looking in um, to see who's a full-time realtor. I, again, I, I know that this, this may not make a lot of people happy when I, what I'm saying here, because I have a lot of realtors. I know a lot of realtors that are part-time realtors, but I really think in this, in the climate of this market right now, it's very important that you're working with someone that does this job full-time. It's, it's really, um, you still have people outbidding people, especially if you're going to go into these areas where the schools are, you know, graded high and you need to have, you need to have someone that's in a community of other agents that knows, okay, well, I know if it's Susan or Tom, these two agents who are full-time agents that are well-known in the real estate community, that when they bring an offer in, their clients are rock solid. So that's the difference. Here's the example. As you go, you're coming from out of state, you're coming to buy somewhere and you just find someone who's got a really good looking website and you didn't do any due diligence and they had great marketing. Um, but they really didn't do, they haven't really sold a lot of properties or brought a lot of buyers into properties over the last year or two. And they throw an offer in for you on your behalf to a listing agent in this desirable market, especially with schools. There's a lot more families specifically talking about where we are and not just here in Florida, but any desirable market that has good schools with families, with kids. These, there's a lot of other people doing the same thing that are relocating, whether it's for work, pleasure, or whatever it is. Now, that same agent puts mm -hmm. the offer in. These other agents have never really heard of that agent, or they look up their numbers and see they really haven't done much. They're not confident. Confidence, right? And then you have Tom and Susan over here that do a lot of business in that market. 
know that market, know the surroundings. So when the listing agents see their names attached to that offer, it's going to trigger something and say, you know what? That may have even been a better offer over here. However, I'm much more confident because I know Bill, I know Sue, or I know Tom, whoever those those full-time agents are. So I think, um, or I don't think I know that a lot of these decisions are based on some confidence of the listing agent because their job is as a fiduciary to the to listing person in these highly desirable neighborhoods is to get the best, you know, the best deal that's going to close. It's not necessarily the dollar amount at the end of the day because it's, yeah. You know, in this in this industry with the with the climates of the interest rates, how they rise, you know, it's not just about the highest dollar amount. Sometimes it's cash. Some you know, it's all different different things. But find yourself and if you're an agent out there, call me and ask me some questions on this. But um, you know, know your markets. I if I was an agent and you're watching this podcast right now, I would understand your markets because this is a this was one of the highly looked at, uh, you, I mean, we did the analytics mini, right? That okay. this was one of the most sought after topics that people were looking at. Okay. So what does that tell me? What did that, what should that tell you as one, as a home buyer, good for you for doing some due diligence, right? And for you agents out there, this is what people want. They want to know where the good school districts are, right? Well, especially when we have so many people still coming from out of state. And they have no idea, uh, you know, they know this is the area they want to be or need to be, but like when you really drill, drill down, they don't know. Knowledge is power when it comes to home buying and the tools that you have are the most important. So Chris, like you said, that real estate agent that's going to know the area and know the school districts is going to be so powerful for a home buyer. And then a mortgage lender who's going to be able to help them to say, this is what we can afford. This is a good thing for our budget is also going to help them to narrow into that perfect sweet spot for them. So so here's a couple things on long-term effects of the schools and the property values. I'm going to just get you with a couple bullet points. So some long-term effects, right? Top-rated schools contribute to the property value appreciation over the time. All right, so we know that, right? So no matter what, if you're buying in a good school district that's continuing, your property values are going to go up. Um, school reputation and performance also help maintain a strong property value. And that's even during an economic downturn. So what does that mean, guys? If you are buying a house, it's going to maintain that value longer. So if you had to move, that house will be worth something. So you want, it does have a, a direct impact on what you're buying today is to try to get into a place with a strong school district, right? Um, what's another thing that I can say here? Some of the property values obviously will decline if the quality of the school, like we talked about earlier, if the quality of school de deteriorates, that property value is going to possibly and probably will decline. So you want to look at the what the health has looked like over the past few, four or five years. Is it on an upward trend or is it on a downward trend? So that's going to have a direct impact on it. And then... Last and not least, the studies, statistics that have been out there always reveal a correlation between the school quality and a home value. Bar none. And that's a big deciding factor for you as a home buyer, if you're watching this, to, to think about when you're looking at those, those properties.
And I would throw in one last tip. If you're thinking of switching school districts or maybe wanting to stay in the same school districts and switching homes or making some sort of switch, do that drive before you actually commit right. to it. Uh, get up during rush t- rush hour that you're going to actually be dropping your kids off. Do the drive and see if you can live right. with it. Because if it's going to require you to come across the Manatee Avenue Bridge each morning and you're going to become a different person each morning, maybe it might not be uh, a good decision for your family. So, Chris, right. thank you so much. Uh, I think this is helpful for people um, uh especially people out of state looking to come into our area because it is so um, booming and growing here and it is different than other markets. Um, Next week, we're going to be talking about uh, from dorm room to dream house. So for all of our parents of college kids and college kids themselves, Chris, this hits home to you because uh, you now have your second son that just went away to college. So and I, I made the mistake of not buying a house by his college the last time, and this one we're already looking. So next week's going to be a good topic. So Look I'm, I'm really, really forward to excited. talking about that next yeah, week. Yeah, I'm excited about that one next week. Um, so as always, if you have any questions uh, or topics you want us to discuss, please send them on to either Chris or myself, and we'll put it in the lineup. Uh, and uh, as always, please like and subscribe this video. This helps get this information out to other people who are looking to uh, uh, find, trying to find the same answers um, uh, uh, that we have here. So we're on YouTube, we're on Instagram, we are on anywhere you can get your favorite podcast. That's um, it. And uh, yeah, so Chris, thank you so much for the time today. Thank this you, Mindy. Thank you guys all for joining. Appreciate you all. Thank, thank you. you. Bye-bye. See everyone next week. All right. Bye now. Bye.